Welcome to the third episode of the All About the Watt Family Podcast. And today, I want to address something that I briefly did in the last episode. Was JJ's future with the Texans. Now, JJ's been in Texas for over 10 years now and this and in 2014 he signed a six-year um six-year hundred million dollars extension with the Texans and we are approaching the last year of his contract and if the Texans decide to keep him then he will be earning $17 million. Now, as we all know, the last two weeks, um, all the articles written about the Houston Texans are either about Deshaun Watson and if he would be traded or about the new hires that Houston is making. And now that Deshaun is in the mix because he requested a trade, the the limelight about JJ being traded has kind of demolished a little bit. But JJ's future in Houston is still one thing the leaders of the Texans need to address. And everyone has also been saying, oh, J.J. Watt should end up here. Come back home to Wisconsin. And um, and what's important is that he goes where he wants to. And I hope that the Texans will let him finish his contract there and then let him go into free agency if they don't want to keep him. But JJ is also three-time defensive player of the year. And because JJ is one of those rare uh, talents, like the full package, they could very well get some pretty good draft picks from them. Now, I don't remember what year, but with when Bill O'Brien was the GM, when he traded DeAndre to Arizona, he gave the Cardinals a first-round pick, which those are crucial picks in the draft because you'll get the best players then. But unfortunately, the Texans put themselves in a position where they are getting the later draft picks, which isn't which isn't good because you're gonna you're not gonna be able to draft those good players that could um that could 
be a difference maker like JJ has been this last year. And ever since, and I I get this information from thespun.com and a NFL insider had said that he believes that this is JJ's last year with the Texans or this past season was his last year. And I I understand that the, the Texans could get some pretty good first round or two second round draft picks, but with the state that their organization is in right now, I honestly don't think the Texans can afford to lose JJ right now. But as JJ mentioned in the past, that he wants the Super Bowl, like I said last episode, there will be no chance that he does if he's with the Houston Texans. I described this to my family um, that Cal McNair and the new hierarchy in that department had put themselves in this prison cell, basically, and are forcing the players to come with this sentence. And I'm hoping this will make y'all laugh a little bit, but it's going to be a long while before the Texans players and the organizations can get parole and actually go to the playoffs and hopefully get a Super Bowl in the future because the future is not looking too bright right now, at least for years to come. Now, if the Texans' new GM actually knows how to be a GM, because although Brill O'Brien sent them to to win division, the division multiple years. He was not a smart GM. And, and now Nick has, Nick has a lot he needs to work out. Now, JJ's also been in the league for over 10 years now. So there could be a chance he retires in the next few years but I really hope he gets a championship before he does and now now ever since Derek Watt had joined the Steelers Pittsburgh Steelers fans would have been saying on Twitter like JJ come to Pittsburgh And then other fans are like, come to Green Bay, come to Indianapolis. And out of all the teams that JJ could potentially be traded to, if the Texans decide to do that, I would hope he would be with the Steelers. A, because both of his brothers are on there. And B, 
I think he could be another added weapon to the Steelers' defense and hopefully make them go farther in the playoffs than the Steelers did. Uh, this they did this past season. Now, on the topic of JJ, I want to talk about uh, how much he cares about his fans. And I just saw this article yesterday from Fox 5 News that JJ sends a special video for a fan who has Down syndrome who lost wife to COVID-19. And this is from Fox 5 New York. And a man with Down syndrome received a special player from one of his favorite players, JJ. And JJ learned that that this man, I'm going to keep his name private just because that's what I want to do. And they also live in Texas. And he lost his wife, who also had Down syndrome, to COVID-19. And um, so when JJ heard about Samantha's passing, he sent him a personalized message on video. And this is what he said. And this is JJ. I wanted to send you a very quick message to let you know that I am thinking about you. I heard about your wife's passing recently and I'm terribly, terribly sorry to hear that. It is extremely unfortunate and I am so sorry. My thoughts are with you, and I hope you're staying very, very strong at such a difficult time. I understand you are a very big fan of myself and the Texans, and I want you to know that I appreciate that very, very much. So this, JJ says a little bit more in the video, but... You can easily find this on YouTube or Twitter because that's how I saw it. Or you could just send JJ Watson's personal video message to fan. And then... Before I end this podcast episode... I want to tell you guys about another story about JJ caring for his friends or fans. And I'm, I bet you guys saw this one already, but back in 2017, Hurricane Harvey hit, had hit Houston and caused great damage. Now, in a video, JJ said that he was in Dallas 
and he he couldn't get home but he knew that if there was any storm damage that he would be able and was financially stable to get it all fixed but he knew that Houston his community needed their help so JJ started a GoFundMe and I think the goal was about $200,000 and according to si.com what raised over more than 37 million dollars to help rebuild Houston and given that he raised over 37 million he was able to rebuild over 1,100 homes in the Houston community. And um, another thing is um, with the money that was donated had helped, and this article was back in 2019, um, had helped more than 108,000 kids and over 239 million meals have been distributed to victims of the hurricane. And JJ came out to say that none of this would have been possible without your generosity. What wrote Thank you for con- thank you for continuing to shine a light on the beauty of human spirit. Now I bet every single one of you listening could agree that JJ has set a great example for kids all around the world. And in the video about his relief help, uh lady came and told him your mama raised you right and given that he did so much for his Houston community he ended up winning the 2017 Walter Payton Manning of the Year Award. Now for the next podcast episode I will be talking about either TJ or Derek it's I'm still planning out my future episodes but thank you so much for listening today and I will see you the next episode